I will literally go, right, I'm going to go and buy three sandwiches from Greg's and a couple of pasties and I would sit and eat all of that just purely because I could. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real life success stories from normal everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. I'm Carl, your host. I hope everyone's doing well and enjoying the fantastic weather we've been having recently. I say we've been having, I know in the UK, especially it's been very good. In Spain, it's kind of got to that time of year now where it's going to be hot and probably for the next three months, give or take. But hey, I'm not boasting, I promise. Today, I've got an amazing guest from Birmingham. Her name's Sarah and she has lost in her journey an incredible 18 stone and we're actually very very lucky to be a part of her journey now where she's gained some weight back and she's now working on herself and I think it's a perfect opportunity to hear how that journey's going so Sarah welcome to the show how are you today I'm good thank you you yeah doing great like I say it's getting hot here and I, I always feel like I'm boasting when I say it because <laughs> oh look at me I live in Spain it's really not like that I promise why don't you tell us a bit about yourself please I'm 44 I am from, originally I'm from Lincolnshire. I moved to Birmingham over 20 years ago to be with my partner. At my heaviest, I weighed over 31 stone and I lost altogether, at my, the most I lost was 19 stone, but I've put four stone back on. So, and I've got to get that off now. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I mean, I'm sure we can get into the the ups and downs of that journey but one thing we know for certain is it's it's never linear no 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 it, cha- it changes constantly there's always something else that pops up and you've, you've got to change you've got to change your mindset got to change your plan so and it's just constant changing and always having a goal is important as well I guess oh definitely yeah that's fantastic and and congratulations by the way having Thank lost you. you know 19 stone that's an incredible amount of weight to lose and you know I'd love to hear how that's changed your life. And before we find out how you did that and you share that with the Weight Loss Warrior tribe, tell me more about how life was before losing weight. Before losing weight, I mean, uh, I've always been overweight and it got to the point where I was struggling to walk um, at some point. I used to have a meeting at work once a week and I had to park in the car park and walk about 200 meters and I'd get sort of three quarters of the way there and I'd sit on a bench to get my breath back because I didn't want to walk in the building huffing and puffing that that's how bad my walking got if I didn't really like going out anywhere I thought people were watching me I thought people were looking at me if we did go out sort of if I went to the cinema or anything I'd make sure we went gold class and we'd go sort of a Friday afternoon when there wasn't many people around so yeah it was I was sort of felt like I was in a prison. And I hear a lot of yeah. people say something similar. Now, Sarah, if, if you don't mind me asking, you, you said that you weighed your heaviest over 30 stone. Mm-hmm. And what do you think attributed to arriving to, to 30 stone? My friend used to say that I'm blatantly honest and it's literally I just ate. I'm not even going to lie. Was, I'm not going to say it was anything else. It was literally I, I was overweight because I used to eat a lot. 
I like okay. my food and I just used to eat a lot. And it just, it got to the point, I think I was in a cycle, got to the point where I was in a cycle because I was overweight and I wasn't depressed, but I think I was. It's one of those. I didn't come across as depressed. I could have a good time with my partner. I can have a, I can sit and have a chat. I can have a good laugh. I can sit with my friends. But it, I think I was in that cycle of, because I was overweight, I'd eat. Then I'd, I'd feel a little bit low because I'd eaten and then I'd eat more. And I just got into that cycle. So it just got to the point where I was, I was just eating and eating and eating. I was killing myself, basically. And was for weight gain over a long period of time i've always been now i've always been overweight so i did um at one point lose a little bit and then i'd put it back on and then i'd start another plan and then i'd come and then i'd eat again and it was just it was just i was in that cycle but it got to the point i mean i hadn't been when i when i finally started this journey i don't think i'd done a weight loss plan for at least three or four years at that point i sort of given up it was like well this is what this is the way it's going to be so I'm going to eat what I want. I'll do. I, basically, it was that was what I did. I le- I lived to eat. And you just kind of learnt, almost accepted the fact that this was your fate. Yeah, yeah. It was that this is what it, this is how I am, and I'm not going to be able to change that. I've tried. It's not worked. So this is it. This is how it is now. What triggered that journey after a period of time of which yeah, you just it, said you'd accepted yeah. that you're not going to actually lose weight, or you tried and. and kind of gave up on the idea but what happened was it my friend had kept turning around to me and saying oh should we start slimming world should we do slimming world and i don't mean go to slimming world i'm not i'm not a huge groupy person i do like it occasionally but i because i was so big i didn't like to sort of go and stay i didn't want to discuss it with anybody i'm quite i was quite private within that because i was so big it was like um i was quite private so it was she turned around and said oh should we just do it together and I was like right okay then I'll go and get the books and then I'll do it at home so I'll go and get weighed for the first time and then I'll I'll start it at home so I turned around to my partner the night before I was due to go and get weighed and I said right I'm going to um I'm going to do Slimming World my friend suggested it so she was going to do it on her without going to class I was going to do it without going to class but we were just basically going to give each other support so I I had no intent I had some intention of trying it, but I had no sort of, oh, it's good this time, it's going to work. It was none of that. It was like literally, oh, if I just try it, she'll get bored and then I can, and I'll just carry on do, doing what I'm doing kind of thing. So I turned around to my partner and go, oh, I'm going to start Slimming World tomorrow. And he went, I think we need to have a sit down and have a chat. And I was like, oh, okay then. It's a bit strange. And he went, if you eat anything if you if we have an argument or you choose to have something to eat or you have a bad day at work and somebody upsets you and you choose to eat that's on you don't don't have a go at me I'm very much like right so if if I was eating something and he went well should you be eating that I'd go mad and it's the same with if somebody upset me or I'd had a I'm very much an emotional eater so it was like right I'm going to eat this and it's your fault that I'm eating this and you you need to pay for me eating this because and I'm going to give you the evils for the rest of the night and he just turned around and said if you choose to eat that's on you and I was like oh my god it is I'm the only one that can choose to put food in my mouth nobody sits and forces me to eat I have to make that decision so for the hot, and I know it's the stupidest thing ever, but it was like I always used to blame someone else for it. So it was always somebody else's fault. But I think that's a really 
incredible realization to have and, and to take ownership of it. And perhaps that's maybe Sarah, why until that point you'd kind of given up and thought it wasn't possible. Exactly. I mean, it was easier for me. It's always easier for me to blame somebody else. So that person at work, I'd had a bad day and they'd upset me. So I'm going to go and get a McDonald's on the way home. And it's their fault because they've upset me. And it was like, well, actually, no, I've chosen to drive to McDonald's. I've paid the money and I've sat and eaten it. So actually, no, it's not their fault. It's my fault. And it was like, it, it was literally like a light bulb went off in my head. He didn't do it to be to be horrible or to be nasty. It was like, I just don't want this argument again. And it was literally the, the biggest light bulb moment I've ever had. And that's something, I mean, I can understand exactly where your partner was coming from, but it's also quite a brave thing to say in, in that moment as part of a conversation, especially if he has been used to being blamed in a certain way. But the fact that you chose to accept that, but also to actually be brave enough yourself to look inside and go, wow, actually, there's some truth to that. Yeah, it's a ma- it was a major thing. And it was also the fact that it, it, it changed my journey within the fact that if somebody did upset me or I did have an argument or something, I'd, I'd purposefully not eat and not go off plan because I'd sit there and go, well, you, if you found out that I was doing this, you'd like that. You'd like the fact that you'd upset me to the point that I was eating. So actually, I turned that around as well. So I turned the whole thing on its head and I was like, well, actually, no, I'm not going to eat because somebody's upset me. I'm going to I'm going to take that as a win for me. To prove them wrong. And that you haven't upset me enough to make me to make me eat. Wow. So that's that's incredible, really. That's that's powerful. It's really, really powerful. It's that revelation and it has stuck with me. I mean, I've been doing this. I started in 20, 2015. So I've been doing this for a long time now and it still sticks with me now. I'm still very much like I'm not going to eat if somebody upsets me. And I would offer anyone who's listening to this, who perhaps was listening to you explain that about blaming other people when they have disordered eating, whether they binge, whether you will eat your feelings and are conscious of the fact that you're doing it because of a certain argument, because somebody's upset you, but yet you hold resentment for that person or blame them for you doing it. I would just invite everybody just to wonder and and be brave enough to question themselves. Is it really that person who's making you do it? Or are you doing it to yourself? And that's not a conversation you need to have with anyone else. You don't need to even necessarily do anything about it. But I just think it's a challenge that perhaps could help a lot of people. And some people may not be ready to perhaps confront that. Some people may need that to be able to move forward in their journey. You know, I just think, Sarah, it's fantastic that you shared that. Thank you. I mean, I've had all the disordered eating. I, I, I hoard food. I still hoard food. That's the one thing that I can't stop doing. I hoard it, but I don't necessarily eat it. I end up giving a lot of it away um but I binge eat I emotionally I, I do everything and it's not even the fact that I'll binge eat when I'm upset I'll I will literally go right I'm going to go and buy three sandwiches from Greg's and a couple of pasties and I was, would sit and eat all of that just purely because I could but it was just the fact that I, I needed to go right I need to take responsibility I'm the only person that puts food in my mouth so nobody else does that I need to take responsibility. It is a huge thing to do, but it's it's literally it's that's the way that I'm going to be now. I'm not I'm going to take full responsibility for anything that I eat. Even if I have a day off or or, or I do have a slip up, I acknowledge it. I take it on board that I've done it and 
I, I acknowledge what I've eaten because I think if if I didn't acknowledge what I'd eaten, I'd end up doing it again. So I acknowledge, right, I've eaten this, this, this and this. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I've done it. Tomorrow's a new day. Being able to hit that reset button and not hang on to those feelings of failure is so important. So, so Sarah, let me just make sure I understand fully. So you, you started off on a bit of a whim yeah. to keep your friend company, hoping it wouldn't last. And that was with Slimming World. So has your whole journey been with Slimming World then? No, no, it hasn't. So I started with Slimming World. So what I did was I went went and got the books and then did it at home. But because my scales didn't go up that high, I couldn't weigh on my home scales because I was over 31 stone. Um, I sort of did like, I think I did about five or six weeks without weighing. Just, and I didn't, I, I consciously chose not to eat any rubbish. So I cut all crisps. After that talk, it was like, right, it was it, it was a total revelation to me. So it was like, well, hang on a minute. What I'm going to do is I'm going to test myself as well. So not only am I going to to take on board what my partner had said, it's like, right, I'm going to I'm going to really do it this time. So I cut out all crisps, all chocolate, all cakes. Literally, I stuck to the Slimming World plan. I used any sins that I had for extra cheese. I used um, and mayonnaise. And literally, I stuck to that plan for, I think, seven or eight months. And after six weeks, I went to get weighed. And then it got to the point where I could weigh on my own scales. After a, after a good couple of months, I could weigh on my own scales, which was fine. And in seven, eight months, I lost over seven stone. I think I lost seven stone six with Slimming World. Wow. Because I'd cut out all the rubbish and everything, it was like, well, hang on a minute. I really would like to have a chocolate bar if I fancied one. I really would like to to relax a little bit. I'd like to be able to go for a meal because I'd lost seven stone. So it was like, I'd like to be able to go out with my partner. I feel a bit better about myself. I've got a little bit more confidence. I'd like to go out and have a meal. And I found Slimming World was a little bit restrictive for meals. I mean, I can go out and have a jacket potato and, and chicken and salad. And there are stuff and steaks and stuff that you can have. And it was like, we did do that a couple of times. And I went out for breakfast quite a lot because you can go out for like a harvest of breakfast and have bacon, eggs, cut the sausage out because I didn't want the sins. But you know what I mean? You can you can do Slimming World when you go out. But I found it quite restrictive. So I started like Googling and having a look. So I was looking at Weight Watchers and they just changed their plan to the Smart Boys plan. So I was in an hour and I thought, you know what, I'm going to swap. I'm going to take the ball by the horns and I'm going to go and swap. So I was like, right. Well, I turned around to my friend who was doing Slimming World with me. <laughs> Um, and I said, right, I'm going to go and join Mike Watchers. And she was like, oh, I'll go and join it as well then. We'll both go and do that. So I went and got the books and I thought, you know what, I think I was on about 56 points, which was a huge amount of points because I was still, obviously, I was still obese. I had a lot of points and I had a lot of um, lot of weekly points and daily points. So I was able to go out and I think the first week I had a McDonald's breakfast, I had some various bits and pieces and I think I lost about eight, nine pounds. So you're still losing weight. And and just for anybody who's not familiar with that, basically food items are a, have yeah. a points value and you have a total amount of points that you can consume on a daily basis. And and that basically is, is like your, your budget, yeah. your food budget. So you can use them and, and how you wish. So for you, I guess that was less restrictive than being on plan or off plan with Slimming World. I mean, I would never, yeah, I would never knock Slimming World. Slimming World, I lost it. it I got my discipline. I got my habits, I got my routines and I got my discipline from from Slimming World, from doing Slimming World. 
So I would never, ever knock Slimming World in that respect. Um, but it was just, I found it quite same because I would eat the same kind of things all the time. I found it quite tomato-based. But then that's me. I'm not a very good cook, and I find that you have to be able to sort of kind of cook to do Slimming World. Of course, but something something as well, Sarah, that you said there that was interesting, which I heard, was that your your needs changed during yeah, the course exactly. of that journey because like you said you, you started gaining confidence you started wanting to go out more and you know that's absolutely fine for, for your for your needs to change and for you want to try different things and the fact that you'd lost you know seven eight stone is, is absolutely amazing so I kind of admire that you, you decided to go for a different plan not to stop altogether but but to continue your journey, but find something that was serving you better. So what happened at Weight Watchers? Well, with Weight Watchers, um, I, I absolutely adored the Smart Points plan. Like I said, I had loads of loads of points. In the first week, I lost, I lost. I think it was about eight, nine pounds. I can't remember exactly. But I was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. I can go out. I can have something to eat. I can go to a restaurant. I can have a meal. And I can still have a, a full day of food and not feel like I'm deprived. But it also pointed me in the direction of higher protein. So carbs were, were more points So and protein was less. So it sort of pointed me in the right direction food-wise as well. Altogether with Weight Watchers, I lost over 10 stone, about 10 and a half stone altogether. Wow. You've knocked the ball out of the park, first with Semi World, then with Weight Watchers. I think this just goes to show that if you follow the process, it'll work. Regardless of what that process is, if you follow it, you stick to it, they can work for you. And some people say or have an experience that makes them feel that, oh, Slimming World doesn't work for me, but Weight Watchers does or Weight Watchers does and Slimming World doesn't. I I think you've just absolutely smashed those as myths and proved that, you know, if you follow the process. Any plan works, any plan works, but you've got to follow it. And I think that's the thing. And I think that's what I've learned at the moment because I've put three stone back on, three or four stone back on. I mean, my goal weight is 13 stone, so... 18 stone loss when I get to goal but the most I've lost is 19 so I put like three I'm three stone over my goal weight and I've I've found that at the moment with calorie counting because I've switched now to calorie counting um I've I've found that any plan does work but you've got to stick to it (laughs) and that's the problem and before we could jump into the the latest part of your journey in terms of calorie counting can can we spend a bit of time talking about the three stone gain? Because from what I understand, you've been on a, a journey now for, you know, seven or eight years since you started Slimming World. You lost yeah. 19 stone in total. And then more recently, three stone of that has come back. Yeah. Were you still following any kind of plan when that started or was it down to life circumstances? Well, I did. I did Weight Watchers for, for a good four years. Um, but the problem with Weight Watchers is they changed their plan. Weight Watchers switched the plan when I had about a stone left to lose. So that last stone, because I didn't get on with the new plan, they've got a lot of zero-pointed foods that are nice, but I don't really eat a lot of them. So I really, really struggled to get to goal. It took me six months to lose a stone. It was it was a real struggle to get to goal. Okay. Um, when I finally did get to goal, I managed to maintain for a good year and two or two with Weight Watchers it got to the point where I was like I can't I can't follow that plan so I was sort of doing other bits and pieces um, instead when they switched the plan again I was like right I'm going to go to calorie counting instead and I was fine on calorie counting I was fine calorie counting for about a year and a half but then I got really bad anxiety Um, I've never suffered with anxiety before even at my biggest obviously I had worries and 
I was I, I had anxiety, but not like I've had over the past two years. And I did manage to stick to plan for a good eighteen months. Um, because I've got my routine and habits in place, I was fine, and I did manage to sort of um, stay within my goal range. But it slowly started to. I'd have the day off, so I'd have a day off plan, and I'd get. I can gain a lot of weight very quickly from a day off plan because I've lost so much weight. I can gain a lot. So not only do I gain, I gain a lot of water weight, but I do gain a little bit of fat as well. So it was like I'd have a day off plan and then I'd have a day on plan, but then I'd have a day off plan. And it it, it crept on very quickly until the point where I went, hang on a minute, you need to get control of this because you're going to be you're going to be like five, six, seven stone overweight before you know it. Um, So it wasn't like I had like a good month off plan and I gained three stone or I had a good two months off plan and again it was a slow build up it was like right I'll have a day off but then I wasn't getting the weight that I gained off and then having another day off so that's basically how I've gained three stone okay and then I think as well and thank you for sharing that Sarah I think that you know power to you for for saying right have to get control again now because this is unfortunately where people and myself included in in times where I've gained weight I'm either not honest with myself to saying this is what's happening. I need to stop it. Or I can just kind of hope it's going to sort itself out or just disappear. And it doesn't, because if you start on this, this gradually gaining weight day after day, like you say, having a day off, having a day on, not having that consistency, you can be back to where you started and more. And I think so many people experience this. So like I said, well done to you for recognizing it and, and being able to, to rein it back in. So that's where you are currently if I understand correctly. And you're doing calorie counting now? I'm three stone overweight and I'm, I'm doing calorie counting now. I've um, recently, well, this week, I've started with a weight loss coach. So hopefully, oh, well, act, I'm doing really quite well, actually. It's hitting all my targets. So I'm hitting my step target. Um, I'm hitting my um, water target. I'm hitting my protein target, which I wasn't really paying any attention to before. It was literally calories that I was paying attention to but my my problem is because I lost all of my weight and I didn't exercise um I literally increased my walking a little bit so as I lost weight I could walk a little bit further so I just increased my walking so I didn't actually exercise when I lost weight I joined the gym when I got to goal so I got to goal in the April and I joined the gym in the May of 2018 um so I started going and using the equipment to start off with and then I hurt my knee so I started swimming so I've been daily I was daily swimming for about two years before lockdown came in um and then I switched to daily yoga instead and I just carried on doing that I've only recently in the past six months started daily swimming again but my problem is I can't get I can I can maintain with exercise and calorie counting, but I really struggle to lose weight while exercising and calorie counting because I can't get my my calories right. I can't get the mix right. I'll either up my calories too much and then I'll start to panic that I'm having too many calories um, and then I'll lower them. But then I'll think, well, hang on a minute. I'm in 2000 calorie deficit here. I can't possibly do that. I'm going to make myself ill, but then I'll up my calories again. So I, I bob around too much. So that's why when I was approached by a coach, I was like, yeah, do you know what? Lovely lady called Kelly approached me and I was like, yeah, okay, then I'm going to, yeah, I will do this. 
That's amazing. Just, I need a bit of accountability as well because what I'll do is I'll sit there and go, right, I've had my calories. I've got like, I can, I've maybe got like 100 calories left. Right, what I'll do is I'll eat a packet of crisps. And it's like, I don't need to eat that packet of crisps. But if I haven't got the accountability, I will eat the packet of crisps. Where what I've found is because I've got the accountability of somebody there, I'll like go, well, actually, no, I won't have those crisps. That's brilliant. Whatever works for you. I don't want to say it in a way that's going to offend you but I'm going to probably say it anyway but it, it, from everything you've explained to me Sarah there seems to be a almost a stubbornness to you oh yeah yeah I, I can say that openly but that's what's got me through and that's what's done it it's, that's what I wanted to say but it's served you that's what stopped me game in the way and that's what stopped me that's why that's why when somebody upsets me or I have an argument or somebody annoys me I won't eat now because my stubbornness kicks in and I'm going, I'm not doing it because if you knew that I was eating because you'd upset me, that would make you happy and I'm not going to make you happy. Yeah, and, and obviously I don't want to offend anyone or at least of all you by saying you're a stubborn person. I'm oh, not no, saying no, that, I, I very I think, much am. I think with this vote, it's, as you described earlier, you turned what could have possibly been your weakness into your strength by just changing that mindset and shifting it slightly, you know, a couple of degrees to the right, and it's had a, a profound effect on your life, which is amazing. So fast forward to today, you're obviously on a journey now, calorie counting, you found a way to be accountable, you're going to probably settle into your routine, the routine you need with some guidance, which I think is absolutely fantastic. And how, if you look back over your journey since you started losing weight, you mentioned earlier that, you know, you began to increase in confidence and being able to walk further, but, but how has your life really changed? since losing that weight it's it's totally turned around I mean I've, I've always been bigger even when I was a teenager so even go, going to the shops I couldn't go to the I couldn't go to the trendy shops I couldn't go to the nice shops because I've always been over overweight so it's it's totally changed everything the first time I went into a normal shop and I put that in quotation marks to go and shop I cried when I put a dress on because it was a size 16. Now, weirdly, I hadn't bought a lot of clothes. I, I lost a lot of weight and I used clothes that I'd already got. And then the first clothes that I started buying, I started buying from supermarkets. So the first time I went into Dorothy Perkins and tried a dress on, I literally cried. It was a 16. I didn't think I'd get into it. And when I zipped it up, I stood there and cried. That's beautiful. Really. It's such a, a, a nice recognition and a win yeah. for you. You know, it was, and, it's just the fact that it's just everything's easier it, 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 it's it's just I don't have to worry because before it was everything was a, such a struggle it was like right if we're going out am I going to be able to fit in the seats am I going to be able to are they going to put me in a booth because I'm not going to fit if I went to like a course a training course at work or something I'd be going oh god what chairs have they got am I going to get into them am I going to be comfortable it was literally everything was was I had to pre-plan because I was so concerned about whether they be able to sit down I mean I've been I work for the NHS so I go into care homes so a lot of I've go into places sometimes and say go oh, have a seat and it'd be like oh god no I'm not gonna be able to get into that chair so it'd be like no it's okay I've just driven here I'll, I'll stand it was okay. literally stuff like that so my life has totally changed I don't have to all of that worry has gone that's amazing it's amazing how much worry I actually carried around with me and I didn't realize because it was literally that was my day-to-day that, be, that was your life. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand that fully. And Sarah, what advice do you have for the Weight Loss Warrior Tribe listening today? 
Motivation is key. It will get you started, but it has to turn into determination. It's about getting your routine and habits in place. So I personally chose to go full, full on and sort of cut everything out. But it can it can be one thing at a time. So if you choose to start Slimming World, start Weight Watchers, start Calorie Counting, start Keto, whichever plan you start, even if it's like, right, I'm just going to start with my food. That's what I'm going to focus on. Or I'm going to start by drinking two litres of water a day. Or I'm going to cut this out for a couple of weeks and see how I get on. It's just those small things and it's about building it up. I've got a friend um, who at the moment who I've downloaded the NutriCheck app for her and she she's like all oh, right so she's starting to build her habits up as well that's amazing and and she's realizing ch- yeah she's realizing well actually yeah it's just about you just need to build that habit up because she started doing yoga it's like and I said well what you need to do is if you want to do yoga it's about having a plan so if you need to take the kids to school and then do it after that or you, you choose to have your lunch and then do it or just before lunch but it's about getting that in your routine it's great advice and, and I think it's such an important thing to to remember that you know it's if you if you're doing it and it feels like a sacrifice it probably hasn't become part of your routine yet yeah. or you need to find a way that it doesn't feel like you're sacrificing something you'd rather be doing for that and there's so many different ways of, of doing it it's, it's amazing advice Sarah thank you so much for for sharing that and I, I know that you have an amazing YouTube channel you have your Instagram channel and I, I'd love people to come and visit you and come and see you on both of those so where can people find you i'm kayaksa on both so i'm kayaksa on youtube and i'm kayaksa on um instagram as well or just search sarah arnold i'll pop up as always there'll be links but and then can i ask what what does kayaksa mean it's literally it's quite nice and actually what happened was when i joined ww i had to um give a username so i'm a gamer Um, are you yeah I i like games so my my gaming handle was Kayaksa, my partner thought of it. So it's been my, my and I was like, you know, when you're like, oh, I'll just I'll whack that down. But then I didn't realise they had a social media aspect to WW. They've got a they've got a whole connect. It's called Connect. It's basically it's an app within Weight Watchers. So when I, I did my um, Instagram, it was like, oh, everyone knows me as that on Weight Watchers. So I'll just use that on instagram as well so it was like oh well i might as well just if everyone on weight watchers knows me as that so i'll just carry it over okay so it started off as your gaming handle okay no and i, I can relate to that i i let my kids give me mine when we got a playstation recently so i'm given the fact they're spanish i'm papa charlie because <laughs> yeah because carl charles charlie it, it's all kind of linked yeah. there so so yeah i'm papa charlie and that's what was given to me. And I, I kind of quietly like it, to be honest with you. So, <laughs> but anyway, Sarah, thank you so much for being our latest weight loss warrior and being part of a show. Your story is amazing. I'm, I'm very proud to be able to share it on the podcast. And I'd love to invite you back in the future as well. Maybe when you get to your target, maybe when you go on another adventure or, or embark on something, it'd be fantastic to have you back. No, that'd be great. Excellent. Well, thanks again. Take care of yourself and we'll speak soon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. 
We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.